Aren't you just so glad you have me back? I'm so glad I have you back. You chose so poorly. Uh, Today. (laughs) Ready? Sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Today on Red Dead Radio, I'm already regretting asking him back. (laughs) He made a big mistake. Hi, friends. Welcome to Red Dead Radio, the Red Dead Redemption podcast. I'm your host, Jared Petty. And as always, we're going straight to the wild, wild guest. We're going straight to the wild, wild guest. We're going straight to the wild, wild guest. Yeah! And what a wild, wild guest it is! It's me! It is John Ryan, the original, the OG. Not the OSG. The OSG would be Alana Pierce. Yeah. Uh, but definitely. Like the second OSG. You're the most frequent contributor to oh, Red I Dead like Radio. That. I like yes. that. Contributing yes. chair sitter. Indeed. Contributing chair sitter. Special guest star, the Stalker Channing of Red Dead Radio. Special guest star, Stalker Channing. That's Every me. time. That's right. You are back. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Red Dead Radio, the Red Dead Redemption podcast. We're here to talk about everybody's favorite grim-faced cowboy game. Oh, man. Grim Fandango, that part where they wear the cowboy hats? Oh, I forgot about that. No, I don't think that actually happened. Yeah, no, they don't wear cowboy hats. No. He has still. I never actually played Grim Fandango. Oh, it's really good. Manny Calavera. But we're not here to talk about Grim Fandango. We're here to talk about Red Dead Redemption. But first, who knows how what part of what take you're seeing chopped together at this point. But whoever you are, you need to know that Jonathan, Stuart Ferguson, and Tom Bach, our Patreon producers, make this show possible every week. So thank you so much, guys, for doing that. If you want to be a part of the show, Red Dead deadradio.com become a patreon producer help me you know eat live at all etc and help the show keep a dot com i got a dot com look at you look at this boy getting himself a dot com i've so had a, i had a dot com a long time we've well, been ready i didn't know that didn't know about the dot no, com no, i don't get well yeah that's why because i'm a dot org man maybe a dot edu what about a dot net Mm, little little hipstery for you me, know what I but... like a .net for example usgamer.net because Red Dead Radio is produced in it's partnership with usgamer usgamer.net check out all their excellent coverage of Red Dead Redemption 2 and more at once again usgamer.net this week I recommend checking out Jake Green's write up of the Red Dead beta online at all etc and what to expect from it and of course you can follow him on, on all them social media channels at US GamerNet. Also today, we have a sponsor. We are sponsored by Neebs Gaming, but more on that later. Before we get to today's agenda, coming soon, the Red Dead Redemption spoiler cast, plus coverage of the oncoming beta and the final review. But the run of show today, well, we got a little bit of news for you, followed by the topic of the show, the Red Dead Redemption 2 review in progress, part two with special guest John Ryan. No, I'm Stalker Channing. Ah, Stalker Channing. Then your letters. That's right. Got some letters from y'all to read. And then finally, the Red Dead Redemption 2 drinking game continues. Oh, no. What have you done? Yes, let's get right to it. John Ryan, I have missed you. How you been? I have missed you, buddy. I have been busy (laughs) being a a boy riding cows. You have ridden some cows. But... Um, I've been ver- I've been good. I've been really digging this here Red Dead Redemption video game. I've yeah. been playing a shitload of it. Um, you are the resident red expert. I am. Yes, yeah. that's that's accurate. That's very true. Um, no, I've been playing a bunch of fucking Red Dead, and it's been fucking great. Yeah. It's so, really good. are you done? Are you finished? Uh, well, I'll never be finished. Okay. Yeah. Um, Have you reached the conclusion and epilogue of the story? 
I have reached the conclusion, the epilogue, and the epilogue's epilogue. Excellent. I'm still working on that 100%. Okay, so you're um, not quite at 100% completion. Yeah, and even yeah. then you won't actually be done. Because as we learned with this one and with GTA Five before, even though you hit 100% on the checklist, you don't actually hit 100%. Yeah, there's more things to do. Yeah, there's a, there's so much to do in this I've game. got it's... 19 more Dreamcatchers to find. That's all right. Oh, well, I've yeah. got, I can tell you where to find all those. All the Dreamcatchers? What yep. about those dinosaur bones? I can tell you where to find those, too. Oh, wow, that's exciting. I can tell you where to find those rock carving cigarette cards uh, weird little easter eggs uh, yeah. a bunch of crazy mysterious shacks exactly um, maybe some mis- weird spectral locomotives things like I that I could perhaps. show you where to find a ghost train Ooh. I know I know yeah. I like that you call it spectral locomotive no no it's like spectral I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to you know lead people down the wrong trail a spectral locomotive is more fun than ghost train it's true it's, 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 and you know it doesn't necessarily have ghosts on it uh-huh. so like I don't know if we can technically say it's a ghost train what if there were ghosts on it is there, I don't know if the train's a ghost. It's probably still a so ghost. So that's my question. Is it a ghost who decided to just be a train? Or is uh-huh. it a train that somehow gains sentience and a soul and then died? Well, and it's is like now Thomas stuck the, in some hellish... Right. Is that is Thomas that the train happened? engine. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we have to wall up the oh, one train forever God. and ever. No! Yeah, exactly. He was a very naughty train. He was. And he got locked in I a like cupboard. I like the idea, and this is official Red Dead 2 canon now, Okay, that... The Red Dead universe and the Thomas the Tank Engine universe are one and the same. Yeah, I like that. We have bound them together. Yep. I just like the idea of like the little eyes of like Thomas the Train Engine just being like the Amontillado, <laughs> like it's the last like bricks are put in. Just a little <laughs> for the love oh, of God, God. Monsieur. Um, so, anyways, I've been very good. I've been very busy. Yeah. Uh, me and uh, the entire IGN Wiki's team, we have been working tirelessly to put together the best. Now, possible now guide come on, for Red Dead tirelessly. You're exhausted. What are you talking about? You are not tireless. Fair. <laughs> well, I feel like tireless is a Tireless is a bad word because it absolutely is the antithesis of what it means to say. Yeah. Um, but bad linguistic decisions way in the past aside, we've all been working our asses off. And hopefully, if you're looking for game help on Red Dead 2, you can come to our site. And if you're liking what you see, awesome. Let us know. If you're not liking what you see or if you need more help with something... Also, let us know. We've got these great little feedback forms that you can sign and just uh, tell us if there's stuff that we're missing or if there's something that you found that maybe we haven't. Um, so that's been my life. For the okay, last so weeks. let's look at let's look at the team. Your stamina bars right now, okay? Because everybody's working real hard. Yeah. But whose stamina is most? You take you and Brendan and Miranda and Casey. Yeah. Whose stamina bar is you think at the lowest? Like right now? depleted. Yeah. Who's like who is who who has just their core I is think, gone? I think no. I think we've all got at least a third to a half of a full bar, wow. and our core is almost full. Oh wow! Yeah. How'd you do that? We just are really good at what we do. A lot of cocaine gum. Okay, there we <laughs> a go. A lot of open cocaine we are. gum. <laughs> okay. My office is littered with cocaine gum. And that's how you're making it happen. Hey, that's we got true. a little bit of news here. First, some not really news news. Red Dead Redemption 2 online beta coming in November. But we kind of knew that, that already. Was all, that, I mean, so I think it's it's more so the news is that it's not getting delayed. Yeah, okay. Like, we, we knew that the, the beta for Red Dead Online was supposed to start in November anyways. But now that Rockstar is like officially confirmed that it will in fact be in November, I think some folks were a little bit concerned that after the sort of rocky launch that GTA Online had, that they'd wait to make sure that everything was fine and dandy before they finally pushed it out. Yeah. Um, so we might have seen it wait until December or even January of 2019. But 
I think the, the news today is really just them being like, no, it's ready. It's good to go. We're yeah. going to jump into beta uh, at some point before the end of November. I was not worried about that at no. all. I, I, I figured that they learned so much from that last Rocky launch that they yeah. weren't going to release the single-player game until they were ready to release the multiplayer game pretty a couple much. of weeks like later. If, if that had been... If history repeated itself in that way, I would have been very surprised. Yeah, and so and I, I mean, I could be technically like I don't know the future, but like I'm gonna will I'm willing to bet at least some money. I don't have a whole lot, but like at least some of it. Speaking of uh, history repeating itself, oh, so I, I I sometimes co-host on Kind of Funny Games Daily. Uh, no way. I know with uh, with those fine kind of funny folks over there. And today, uh, the day we're recording this, anyway, yes. uh, we were covering the Who story. Knows, I believe it was GameIndustry.biz reporting that 17 million units of GTA, or probably I was Red Dead Two, have apparently already uh, shipped at That's this point. That's a lot of units. Yeah, 17 million. That is an absolute unit of units. That, that is that is a ridiculous. So I know there was all kinds of discussion. Uh, before the game came out about yeah. how well it would eventually do. And everybody had different predictions about it because it's a very different game. Yeah, but I'm also not surprised by this at all. Me neither. You know, I mean, it's it's. I think it's funny that looking at it now, Rockstar can say, yeah, well, there's only one entertainment property that's beaten us on Red Dead to be a bigger opening weekend. And, oh, wait, it's us. Yeah. And and awfully close on well, that. I mean, yeah, when you, you made look the, at the point stats, before we started yeah. recording that like GTA had a quote longer opening weekend because that was a Tuesday through a Sunday. Yeah, they got a head then, start on it. And right. So it's 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 a huge and but this, I mean this is just spectacular and yeah oh I, my god yes. it looks like their forecasts are going to reflect that that there there are probably oh, some expectations yeah. they can even raise on that. But I, you look at that amount of, of sales in this short a period of time, I, my, my prediction, uh, I think it was on Kind of Funny, was that they'd eventually move a minimum of 50 million on this across all generations. Um, and I yeah. think we're, I think we're probably going to see that. I, I, I would be, I mean, ahead. look, fucking GTA five was still one of the best selling games in the UK over the summer. Yeah. And it's 2018. Right. Well, um, why not play it? I mean, it's right. so good. And why? Not? And you know, you know, there's going to be a PS5, Xbox Next version of this oh, of thing. Course. And, you know, and I then, mean, look, I, I can't say this with any degree of certainty. This is nothing but wild speculation. But like, I would not be surprised if we saw something similar to what we saw with uh, GTA V going from the 360 to the you know Xbox One, PS3 to PS4, and yep. then also jumping to PC because it seems like it's almost definite that we'll see a PC port Sunday. Well, I mean, uh, not a lot of reason not to do it this time. When, right. they were, when they were building around the unique architecture of the 360 and particularly the PlayStation 3, yes. porting was kind of a pain. It was wonky, yeah. And now it's not. Uh, yeah. And I, I think that's that's going to make things easier for them. I mean, GTA V, I suspect, was not a trivial port to PC. No, uh, I mean, there's a reason that it took almost two years. Yeah, and and I think the fact that they could also sell that effectively that same version, since the PS4 and the Xbox One are right. effectively PCs anyway, they exactly. could sell it across three platforms. Yeah. The 360 and especially the PS3 were not built on that architecture. Yeah, so. I would like to think that if it does come to PC, that it will not be as long a wait, mm -hmm. um, solely for the friends that I have who still only play on PCs mm -hmm. and, and have not jumped into yeah. the console pool yet. Yeah. Um, but also because I'm just really excited to see what kind of mods people can whip up. Yeah, that's going to be Because um, that just makes me really happy. Oh, yeah. And, and I, I do love... Like, I do want to see that Thomas the Tank Engine mod. Oh, yeah. I think that would be fantastic. It'll be horrifying, but and I'm super into And it. wonderful. Oh, mostly wonderful, but just mostly horrifying. Wonderful. But I mostly wonderful, but wonder, mostly horrifying. What if it could like read your player profile name so that it's like... 
John Ryan. No, like when it comes you. by, it'd no, be kind of beautiful. So okay. here's here's my question for you in regards right. to Reddit Online, because I do want to ask you this question. What do you think that because of how interaction works in the single player, and it's such a core component of that experience, mm-hmm. do you think we'll have voiced characters in, in Red Dead Online? Yeah, I think we will. Um, and I think it'll go beyond cell phone type stuff. And that's a great Oh, I question. don't mean secondary. I mean our playable characters. Oh, our playable our characters? Avatars. Voices? Jeez. No. No? No. Uh, it's a tremendous pain in the butt. Of course it is. And I think when you're sitting there going, I could be building that feature in, or I could be building in another activity, another... <sighs> so you feel like all of the interaction that we're going to have is basically going to be weighted on other players as opposed to the prop- like practical NPCs? I think so, because otherwise, can you imagine the different number of voices you would have to capture? And cadence. Yeah, like oh, if all our faces look different and I have to get the right cadence out yeah. of the right mouth, you'd have some pretty ghastly Oh, yeah. I mean, look, even, stuff even Arthur, just having one character that you play as do it and have it be that effective and that well put together yeah. um, is tremendously difficult, I can yeah. only imagine. And, I mean, the result is fan- fantastic. Um, but at the same time, like having to do that with, you know, say six voice actors, you know, th- for three men, three yeah. women. That would be insane. I think it's, I think, I, I, I could see if anybody's going to do it, they would. It's not where, if I were a developer, I would choose to put my resources for a project like this. Yeah. Uh, would you? What do you think? Do you think I would love it. Yeah. Um, there, There is nothing I love more in a character creation system than being able to choose what this person sounds like. Okay. Because I love mixing and matching. Like, I love making, like, a giant, burly, like, Amazon. Yeah. And then having them sound like Danny DeVito. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah. Now, if they want to sell me DLC, if they want to sell me something with with shark cards, if I sure if I can sound like if they hire Sam Elliott. Yeah. And I can just sound like Sam Elliott all the time. If I can basically play the old West doctor girlfriend from the Venture Bros. (laughs) Okay, that's that's amazing. That's the goal for me. That's beautiful. What'd you name your horse? Alpo. So much. You're, you're on Alpo, Alpo two, right? And there's Alpo and three. I finished the game with Alpo three. Alpo three. Okay. Alpo three. Alpo three lived. Alpo two. Alpo two died a, a sad death. I oh, how did Alpo two die? Alpo Alpo two. Sweet Alpo two. I I was robbing a train. Okay. And as mm. I was robbing said train, the cops show up because right. that's what the cops do when you rob a train. Yeah. And so not being able to get to the back of the train where Alpo 2 was hanging out. Yeah. I ran to the front of the train and I threw it into full gear, figuring I would get the train to the end of a bridge and then I would get off the bridge and run away that way. Okay. Um, as I'm looking behind me, the first thing that I see happen as the train gets up to speed and starts to round a corner is Alpo 2 coming along the inside track of the train oh. and turning, like craning his head just a little bit and slamming it into the side of the train as it moved, breaking his neck. Oh, dear. Um, so Alpo 2 got himself run over by my train that I was driving. Ooh. So it was one of those really sad moments where it was entirely my fault because I put him in that situation I called him to make him follow the yeah. train. I was driving the train. It was all my No fault. way to get back there and resurrect Talpo 2 no, when the, when the no, train is no, speeding no, no. away. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. well, I mean, if, you, if you've seen what happens when things get hit by trains in this game, yeah, it's just you can't save them. It's just... Um, Alpo 1 was the one that really hurt the most. Oh, though. more than that? Alpo, Alpo 1 was like the kind of quintessential horse death story, I feel. Okay. Um, I don't know if you've done it yet. There's a mission that you do uh, up towards the strawberry area that 
you, you're it's a robbery that goes really, really, I've really done this. bad. Yes, um, ends in this creek with a bunch of dead bodies everywhere. Yeah. So I finish the mission. You know, my compatriots ride their way, and I'm standing there in the middle of this river with Alpo One sitting, just hanging out. This stagecoach loosely on fire, and a bunch of dead guys hanging out in the river, who I immediately start looting because I need some money and right. I need some yeah, and some, some miracle tonics. Um, and of course, somebody sees me. Yeah. And they immediately are like, you can't do that. And they start riding down from this trail the other way. And, of course, so I hop on Alpo and I chase after him. Like, you come back here. I'm going to kill you. You stop going to them. They're police. It's a good Arthur. Thank you. And he stops, turns around, whips out a shotgun and says, leave me alone. I don't want to do this. This isn't going to be a thing. Like, I'm not going to. And so I, I threaten him. And he, he just pulls the trigger immediately and not a bullet fucking touches me. But they Alpo. all go into Alpo's face. Oh. And like, cause, and like, he is not coming back. Like, no. It was just... legitimately, I didn't know what happened at first because like, he pulled the trigger and I was like, I'm alive. And then my horse fell over and I was like, oh, <gasps> no. That man died slowly. Did he? Did he die? He, he did, did he not die, die well. Did he die? No, that's knifey? all I'm going to say. Okay. No. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Ah, no okay. He did not die well. All right. I, Cat Bailey, who, uh, who's been one of the guests on the show. Um, told the ballad of Knifey. Um, oh, no. And knifey? Knifey must be fed. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> knifey, is, knifey is Cat's friend. And Good. That's very Knife good. goes in, knife goes out. Knife oh, goes in, knife goes fair. out. And Knifey See, must be fed. Like that is yeah. Axie. Yeah, Axie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Homing Tomahawk? No, Viking Axie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Have you found the Viking Axe? You can go to IGN.com and find out where to find the Viking Axe. <laughs> Beautiful. No, I haven't product placement. that. Excellent. Speaking of product placement, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Look at this guy go. Through the magic of nonlinear editing, I've changed clothes. Things change, that's right. But one thing that does not change is that Neebs Gaming is funny. What's Neebs Gaming, you may ask? Neebs Gaming is a YouTube channel where a bunch of really talented people get together and make high quality, carefully edited, and absolutely hilarious machinima, largely out of... Grand Theft Auto V. But now, ladies and gentlemen, thanks to the rise of Red Dead Redemption 2, the show that inspired this very program, you can watch Neebs Gaming new series, Bad Arthur. Bad Arthur, the adventures of Arthur Morgan with funny voices, strange things happening. All of it begins November 11th. That's right, November 11th on YouTube.com slash Neebs Gaming. That's N-E-E-B-S-G-A-M-I-N-G. YouTube.com slash Neebs Gaming. Gaming. I've been a fan of Neebs Gaming for a long time. They make me laugh. I hope that they'll make you laugh too. So check out Bad Arthur on Neebs Gaming starting November 11th. I hope that you enjoy it. Write us and let us know if you did. Thank you so much for supporting. I fucking killed that guy so good. How'd you kill him? Oh, I immediately got up, chased him down, lassoed him, tied him off, killed his horse. Okay. Oh, you killed his horse. I killed his horse, made him watch, lit the horse on fire, dragged him into the woods. Oh, it, it was... It got... Dark. Got dark. Like I took him to camp with me. Like put up a camp. Like he stayed there for a while. He got away. Have you have you noticed this thing? That here's a fun part. If folks are on the ground tied up long yeah. enough, they can get, get out away. of the bonds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He tried. He failed. No, he did not. Um, so, anyways, I shot him as many times as I could without actually killing him. So his legs didn't work super good. Um, and then I took him into the middle of a field around little after sunset and just waited for wolves to come because I threw oh. out some good predator bait. Oh, so you fed him to wolves. I fed him to wolves, yeah. And he, they did not eat him quickly. That is the most... I haven't fed anyone to an animal. It hadn't oh. even occurred to me. What? 
I mean, this might sound super sociopathic of me, but how could you not? I don't know. It just hadn't occurred to me I could feed people to wolves. <laughs> oh, emergent gameplay options. Yeah. How I love you. Um, that's totally going in the episode. That's, that's a, a great that's story. A- yeah. Okay, so that's what happened to that man. Like that. He well, got what he deserved. For don't mess with this world. man's horse. So Alpo 3, you're on now. Alpo 3, Alpo 3 is the horse I finished the game with. Yeah, okay. he's, he's very sweet. I have... He's a beautiful gray thoroughbred. I'm cursing myself here. I've played more than I know how to count at this point. Um, certainly not as much as you because I know how much you've been playing. Wait, you've played but, more horses? No, I've played more games. I still oh, lost okay. a horse. Both Zach Ryan and oh. Glue continue to ride with me. I still haven't lost either of them. Wait, one of your horses is named Zach Ryan? Yeah. That's very good. Yeah, Zach Ryan. He, that, Zach Ryan is my, like, not my Tennessee Walker, but he's my starter horse. Like, he's the first Aww. horse I bought was Zach good. Ryan. Did you keep the giant black uh, Shire horse? Let's say, oh, what, the, the one they give you at the beginning? The one that Hosea tells you to trade. The uh, big, no, I, no, I, no, I traded it. See, I that was it. that was Alpo one. That was Alpo. You just that kept him. Okay, yeah. I wonder about that. He was big and muscly and strong. Ooh, I like he Alpo. Was, he was a big, good. strong boy. Now Zach Ryan's the he's the racing horse you can purchase in that first stable oh, okay. race yeah. handling yeah, horse. Yeah, yeah. And then I got I bought myself a beautiful black Arabian that I named Glue. And uh, good, I'm I, glad. I, I, glue is is my backup horse. Glue, you have Glue. Oh. Alpo and Glue. Come on, man. I love you so much. For those of you unaware, Alpo is a brand of dog food. Oh, I'm. I think people probably do they. How, well, here's the thing. Once people realized Alpo was fucking horse meat, they yeah. don't really exist anymore. That's a good point. All right. So Alpo was a thing in the 80s and 90s, kids. You know what? If you're not a pet lover, get off my plane. That's right. Okay. So what if I have snakes on your plane? Oh, if you have snakes on my plane, you can stay on. Perfect. That's all right. I'm going to bring kisses on your plane. Wait, when uh, did you get a plane? Do, 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 do. Baby, it's a kiss on a rose on a plane. No, wait. That's not how it works. No, it's not. I don't know. It's okay. Anyways. Yeah. My wife taught me this the other day. You know what this is? Oh, I just hit the mic. No, I don't. You do it like this. What is that? I love you. The little hearts. I don't see it. Oh, my fingers. The little hearts. Oh, that's cute. The little hearts. Is that ASL or? Huh? Is that ASL or? Uh, Apparently it's Chinese. Oh, okay. Cool. Great. I'm into it. The more you know. Indeed. Back to the topic of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Red Dead Redemption 2. The review in progress. So, all right. The first Red Dead Redemption review in progress segment was me doing kind of classical gameplay footage over narration. Ooh, and look then at I you talked go. About, yeah, doing my thing here. And I'm like, hey, I'm kind of along with the game. Here's what I'd rate it right now if I'm playing it. Then I had a review discussion with Greg Miller, who mm-hmm. offered kind of an alternative take uh, to my uh, extraordinary enthusiasm, where he was like, eh, this didn't resonate with me so yeah, much. Th- this seems to be a pretty upsy-downsy game for folks. Mm-hmm. But... Now you're here. Now I'm and so here. For the review in progress, part two, okay. John Ryan, I want to know what you thought of Red Dead Redemption, and I'm going to chime in a little bit about what I thought as well. So let's go back and forth here a little. Okay. Um, we're going to start at the beginning. I have the Jared scale. Okay. Rating. Do you remember the Mitch Dyer scale from IGN? No. Mitch Dyer scale was garbage, not garbage. Um, okay. Mitch believed that all games should be rated either garbage trash or, not or not trash. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. well, this is that. firmly not trash. Okay, so my scale, bad, meh, good, great. Okay. Bad a, is an aggressively bad game. Yeah. Meh it's, is it's a game bad. that's like, why bother? There are better games out there. It exists. There was an attempt. Good is a game I'd recommend to people. Yep. Great is a standout game. Yeah. Uh, where, where, does, where does Red Dead Redemption 2 fall on the scale for you? On the, I mean, on the Jared Petty scale, it's great. Okay. Like, it, it is. It, it's, the, it definitely has its issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think some of those issues were amplified for me because of how I had to play through the game. Ah, expound. Um, 
Well, so you it's been several weeks now since we've started playing this game. Yeah. And you've yet to finish it. I rolled credits a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And to do that, we, I mean, this is an incredibly long game. Yeah. And this is one of those games where, like, if I was playing it on my own, I honestly kind of just want to suffer some head trauma so I can get some good amnesia and just start again and start fresh. I mean, I can hit you with a teleprompter. We've got it over there. Maybe later. Okay. Um, I, I wish that I could do it again because it would legitimately take me probably a month to two months to play through this game. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I've been playing it. Right, exactly. And that's the thing. It's like, I feel like that's how this game is meant to be played because yeah. it is very clearly a... a the, the S Rockstar tells one of, if not their best stories yet. I really do like what they've done with the characters and I really love sort of how much they're investing with them this time around. Um, and that was that was true of the original Red Dead Redemption as well. Um, and we saw a little bit of it in GTA, GTA V, um, but this, this, is, this is them treating their characters as like fully fleshed out very complex people all of them not just you not just dutch not mm-hmm. just john um as genuinely interesting people yeah um and they're interesting people who you want to like get to know throughout the course of the game throughout the like the long journey that you all go on together mm-hmm. um and the thing that i find for me is that yes it's a game about their story and about those people but the star of this game for me is the world itself Mm. um this is to me red dead redemption 2 is not a game about the story of arthur morgan even though that is definitely a very large aspect of it yeah it's 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 your story in the world that you inhabit Mm -hmm. um and i think it does that better than any rockstar game yet Mm -hmm. uh, because it introduces not necessarily introduces. We've had choice in a Rockstar game, but never on this level. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's really where my biggest, like, that's where I praise it the most. Okay. Um, that's what I think is the best aspect of it, is that I, re- I, I finished the game a week and a half ago. I'm starting a second playthrough now uh, because I want to see. I, I, like, I never, ever want to play through games again because... I do it. I know exactly where the missions go. I know what the... Blah, 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 blah. I just don't want to do it ever. Mm-hmm. And this for the first time is... Not the first time ever, but like it's a very rare occasion where I say, I'm going to start this game again. Mm. And I'm going to do everything exactly the opposite of how I did it this time. Mm. And so I'm doing that this time. And it's great. And I'm not finding like huge branching differences like I would if I you know played Skyrim totally differently or right. something. Right. But I'm finding that it's a very different experience. Mm-hmm. Like when I, when I, in my first playthrough, when I, when I got bounties, they were for accidents or because someone misunderstood self-defense. Um, and I think that those are issues that it runs into sometimes where, yeah, I think we've all been in the situation where you're riding your horse through Saint-Denis or through Valentine and like you're going a little bit too fast and you bump into somebody and they get hit a little too hard and they fall down and then you've committed assault. Yeah. Um, and there's no way really to defuse that. I mean, you can say like, hey, I'm sorry, but you still get a bounty for you it. You hope for a move along. Right. But you still but, get a bounty for it. Your yeah. bounty is still like 10 to $15. You still have to pay that off at the post office. Like it's still a thing. Um, now I'm 
three or four missions into playthrough number two, my bounty is two hundred and fifty dollars, yeah. and I can't afford to pay it. Yeah, because you're early in the game and don't have any cash yet. Right? right, but I've also just robbed a train and like murdered a whole bunch of cops. So yeah. what am I going to do? I have to live as a wanted man now. Yeah, um, and I think that that's something that this game does really, really well. That I love about it is that it. It makes me think about my place in the world more than any other Rockstar game has. Um, in the sense of, you know, not only actions as consequences because they do, and like, but not mechanically. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's about my character's reputation just as much as it is how much of a pain in the ass is this going to be for me, JR, to deal with as a person playing a video game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's a rarity that I think about games like that. I like that. I yeah. like that a lot. Well, you <clears throat> mentioned that you've very rarely gone back and replayed single-player games. Unless what? I've had to. Can you think of a game that you've chosen to replay? I'd, I'd love to know. Mass what. Effect. Mass Effect. Why was that? Uh, for the same reason. Okay. Um, it's, you know, I, I've, I had the thought a while back where I don't, I don't know what they're going to do for their next game that's going to come out, but mm-hmm. like I really want to see Rockstar try and do a proper like full RPG. Yeah. I you know, I know it would take a decade and a half and be completely insane on mm-hmm. their and develop for from a development standpoint, but I think it would be fucking crazy. Yeah. No, I um, I've, I've heard people complaining and there's many arguments to be made around this about the combat in Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that, that struck me that I did not expect was how relatively little combat has to do with what's going on in Red Dead 2. There's a lot of fighting yeah. in the game, but this has more in common in many ways with an RPG yep. or an adventure game yeah. or in some ways even a walking sim um, plus an open world game. I don't think there's been this kind of game before or not many of them. I think, I, I, yeah, it, it definitely is a rarity. Yeah. Um, it is, you know, I think I think that Rockstar always tries to set out to do something special when they make a game. Yeah, I think they and, nailed it. And I think almost every time they've succeeded. Like, in yeah. some way, they've made something wholly unique, whether it's, you know, the old generation of GTAs or whether it's Bully or the Warriors. Um, even fucking Manhunt mm-hmm. was weird and... and not super well received, but it was very, very, very unique. Yeah, actually, our topic. And, oh, I didn't interrupt. No, you, no, go ahead. Our topic on the last episode, Andrea Renee was here. I, I loved the discussion I had with her. Andrea oh, is one of one of my favorite people to discuss slash argue with. Hell yes. And we had a really, really good time with that. Um, I, I really enjoyed her visit. But one of the things we did was ask the question: Is this Rockstar's best game? Yes. And okay, there you go. Wow, you got a quick answer. For yes, that one. it is. Yeah. Okay. Like, look, I I think that it like. Solely on an empiric level, mm-hmm. yes, it is. Um, it is. While again, it does have its faults, and like I'm sure. not washing over those by any means. Like I have some real issues with how the story paces, especially in the last act, um, the last couple of acts. Um, but again, I think that those were magnified for me because of how I kind of had to play through. You had to barrel through it, um, right? But that doesn't change the fact that those issues are there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, I I take umbrage with the fact that. Sometimes I shouldn't have the cops called on me because I bumped into someone or someone bumped into me. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. I, I have run into... Man, I 
Oh, I'm thinking about a dude that just galloped into the side of me and caused me no end of trouble not too long what ago. What the hell? Yeah, I mean, just at a crossroads. He just galloped into the side of my horse, almost killed my horse, threw me through the air. That was a bad day. Look, let's just agree on this. Crashing your horse is hilarious. It is hilarious. It is, oh, yeah. It is unequivocally hilarious. It can be amazing. I've been hurled through the air and landed perfectly in the back of a wagon like yep. two wagons up and like, yep. and the guy in the front's like hey there mister like it was it was beautiful um hey mister yeah just like land in the back of his wagon just on, on top it was lovely um but no i i do think that this is their best game um from it, like i mean right off the bat from a technical perspective how could you not yeah. say so like, i mean it's it's funny because like I just look at it and I look at other games that I've seen come out in the last couple of years mm-hmm. and I'm just like I okay that looks fine but also it looks like trash now mm-hmm. like there are games that are fucking gorgeous that look stellar mm-hmm. and I'm like that looks fine but it doesn't look like this yeah um, which you know so it on a technical level it's their most impressive work yet yeah. um, whether it was worth it on their end from from A to B, from development starting to ending, like the eight year time period, yeah, and the eight year time period, and all the stuff that that they've had to endure through those years. Like, I really do hope that it was worth it for them and the people working on it, mm-hmm. uh, because it is such an impressive feat. Yeah, it's extraordinary. Um, Story wise, I think it's their best one of, if not their best scripts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Arthur is my favorite protagonist of theirs. Um, yeah, that I've. I'm, I mean, I'm trying to think of someone who I like better that I've played as in a Rockstar game and I can't. I, I think it's the best writing I've, I've seen them do and and yeah. again we're using the word best a lot and that's hard it, qualifying writing is difficult but well, it with, is but also like when comparing it to one specific game studio mm-hmm. it's not it's not difficult like I can't say that you know in the pantheon of games Rockstar is the best writer mm-hmm. or you know um, oh it's okay Stupid brain. Doing no. Brain thing. Brain Sorry. do good. That's okay. Brain do bad good sometimes. Um, I can't say that Rockstar is the best writer. And, you know, but because there's just too many people in too many styles and too mm-hmm. many different ways that you can interpret the writing of a video game. Yeah. Um, but when we look at Rockstar versus themselves. Yeah. Of course you can say that. Like, well, let's let's so uh, we did that with with kind of last week. Let's step back out into that critical sphere. We're gonna have a whole episode about this eventually. But is I mean, is this a game of the year contender for you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, That's... it's definitely it's definitely this has been a great year for games. Yeah. Um, I don't. I I still have a lot to yeah. do, and honestly, I also have a lot to still play through because of my nature of my work at, at on IGN's wikis department. Yeah. I have to play like. A few select games, a shitload. Right. And that means that I miss some of the stuff that could otherwise be contending for Game of the Year, like a lot of the smaller games or the indie games, um, or even just some games that just I just don't happen to get assigned to cover. Yeah. Um, So can I kidnap you, throw you in a room, and make you play like Minute and Florence for like, it'll only take like three hours. Yes. You've played Celeste? Uh, And of course, Celeste. Yeah. Great. Oh. I, I played like a hot second of it, and I have to go back to it. Oh, I, just, I know, I know, I know. Gosh, See, I know, so I know. What a year! Um, but yeah, that's another. But like, what a fucking year for games! But yeah, yes, yeah. this is absolutely a game of the year contender for me. Um, and you know, I mean, like, it, Crit- critically, what's its greatest strength? Its greatest strength is that sense of freedom that you have. Okay. You know, I know some folks are saying that its its pacing is too slow. Or that it 
like doesn't meet the like the action expectations that they may have had mm-hmm. because the gunplay is rather deliberate or sort of like there it's more complex than you might have expected. It's very like RPG ish again. Well, it's 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 area yeah. selection, it's item use, it's Yeah, but it's all still it's 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 still an action third person shooter. It is, but it's um, one where you're constantly reinforcing and buffering stats yes. like Deadeye or Stamina. I, the, right? the most complaints that I've heard have been regarding things, you know, like you only... It, it, basically that it's the same shooting mechanics from GTA, but with more steps. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the the one that initially I, I kind of was coming up against was manually cocking my weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, which now that I actually have the rhythm of it, I fucking love. Me too. Um so, like sometimes I get panicked and it's a pain in the ass, sure. but like that also feeds into the realism. It kind of feels right when right. that happens. Whereas you know, if I get ambushed by a bear or like three or four dudes, yeah. and I'm just like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, with a yeah. repeater, yeah. and I forget to go, then I'm like, why aren't you? Fu- oh wait, shit. Um, and so it's great. It, it, I think that its its greatest strength is that it does let you just sort of live in that. world. Yeah. You know, a lot of there there's that sort of thing where like they're forcing you to be bad. Yeah. But they're not. Yeah. You know, I mean some of the story stuff, yes, you do come up against morally into morally dubious situations that you do have to go through. Sure. Um but that's again like the story of the game while it's interesting and I like the characters that's not the big draw of this for mm-hmm. me. You know, for me, this really is what I make of the world and how the world, you know, interprets me. Oh, expound. Um, well, it, it's the, the again, the, these are ways in which I think rock stars really outdone themselves because mm-hmm. of their investment in what does my impact in the world actually mean. Ah. Uh, when, I, when I get in a gunfight in Valentine and I kill the sheriff... And I go back, and it's a different sheriff. I feel really fucking bad like, about it. Hey, that. wait a minute. That's a, right. Yeah. Um, you know, if I, again, like, I'll keep using Valentine because I've been doing a lot of content based around there for, yeah. for IGN because it's a nice, safe, spoiler free ish zone. Right. Um, Not riding back in the roads and seeing Sheriff Gray. <laughs> right. Um, I'll, you know, I'll roll through. Into the, into the general store and have the guy be like, you caused too much trouble when you were here last time. Don't you be doing any of that shit again. Yeah. It's like, that's that's great. It's fun. Um, and, uh, you know, again, like for a, for a Rockstar game, which typically just is a game where I throw bullets at things till my problems go away. Yeah, yeah. For me to actively think about what my choices mean. That's awesome. And like what, how this is going to affect the, the, the little man that I am. Instead of just like, all right, how much is this going to be a pain in the ass mm-hmm. for me to deal with? Um, is really special, I think. I think that's really special. I do think that they did about a hundred subtle things that they promised they would do to strip away layers of separation between you and the world. Yeah. Um, I feel very good about that. There are places they were less successful in that mm-hmm. than I think the, that they could have been. Uh, in particular, you know, this is an old complaint, but obviously while I've learned to master it, I, I think that the menu and inventory management can sometimes take you out of it a little bit. Yeah, um, I, I feel like that in any video game. I, I feel like that too in, in almost any game. And I think they worked hard with the loadouts to make that work better. Mm-hmm. Conversely, however, I think the sum of what is gained from how they succeeded in some places beyond my wildest expectations. How so? 
I am more hours into this game than I can count. And I still converse, explore. Yeah. Uh, find out what's going on with people that I theoretically have no reason to do and continue to be surprised by what I encounter when that takes place. Yeah. I still talk to people in towns I've been to 15 times. Yep. I, I talk still to the same walk, people in yes, those towns. because different things often happen yeah. or I, I want to see what's going on with them. Yeah, I think if there's one sort of... Uh, I'm losing my thought. If there's, if there's one thing that is sort of uh, embodies why I like Red Dead 2 so much it is that even now after I have sunk probably 120 hours into this game have completed the story and a bunch of the side stuff there is still a guy on the side of the road that I've never seen before Not yeah. he's not a scripted event guy he's not one of the blips on your radars as like a chance encounter or random yeah. event he's just some fucking guy riding his horse who I will talk to and I will mm -hmm. say hello to or I will antagonize and I will enjoy that encounter or I will I will feel bad about how it goes. Yeah, me too. That's and not that's, easy to do. That's It's not easy to do at all. And most open world games that sort of foster yes. sociopathic behavior <laughs> do a lot of work to avoid having that be the case. Yeah. And this doesn't. This this like really leans into the fact of like if you choose to fuck with these people, if you choose to make their lives actively worse to your own benefit or just because you should feel that. You should you should have to acknowledge that. And I think that they do a really good job of that. Yeah, the, I you should not be able to tell such a good dynamic and scripted story in an open world game as effectively as is done here. It shouldn't be possible. It would require the kind of monumental amount of work that an international studio would have oh, to work on would, for, yeah, for, yeah, almost a decade. for almost a decade. Right. I mean, it, it's that kind of human resource effort to build something like yeah. this. We keep talking about the beauty, and yes, the beauty is, in, it, it's, it's, it's the prettiest video game I've ever played. I, yeah. I, I, it is extraordinary. So, But ultimately for me, it's that I have a game here that has two kinds of stories going on the story of arthur morgan and the story of arthur morgan in the world and they are both I got you great what do you have here you got me a battery found you a battery. Oh, i found me a battery i'm and sorry i no, completely sorry. just interrupted no, no it's no, the story of arthur morgan point. and the story of arthur morgan in the world a story of scripting and yeah. incredible interesting characters that you know i i one of the moments that, that jumps out at me um we remain spoiler free most of the time this is your short spoiler warning. I'm don't going, read anymore if you don't want spoilers. Jump ahead, after what chapter jump ahead for two minutes if you don't want any spoilers. All right, so All right. spoilers. We're going to put an on-screen alert here too. Two minutes starting. Two minutes starting. Skip ahead two minutes starting now. now. All right, so yeah, Hosea goes down at the end of chapter four. Oh, that, that old man. And yeah, right through the chest. Big cutscene. Kind of see it coming. Yeah. Lot. I mean, yeah, you care. You yes, care. I, I've cared very, very much. I have thoughts on that from a story perspective, but we'll talk about that later. But then, oh, outside no. of a cutscene, you, you're in gameplay, yeah. and you just come around a corner, and bam, Lenny's dead. And that's yep. it. And there's oh, no cutscene. There's no zoom in. There's no drama. He's just, you're fighting, and he's just yeah, dead. and then he's gone. And then you um, linger by the body. In yeah. the game, I think I, I think that one realistically hurt me more than anybody else getting killed in the entire game. Yeah, 
Um, because I like personally me, I had invested so much in Lenny, like not only in the couple of missions yep. that you hang out together, but also like there was no one I spent more time with at camp. Me than neither. Lenny. I loved Lenny. Um, and I mean that like he was, he was the Lenny to my Carl. Yeah. Or okay. I guess strike that reverse it, but, but I get the idea. And yeah, so Lenny's dead. And then you have this, the setup and that kind of storytelling to be like, we have scripted a moment and we have still surprised you. We punched you, but then we, Punched you twice as hard, and because we hit you the first time, you didn't see it coming then. There's a point in in chapter six where you get some news. It's really bad um, about someone in your gang. There's and and but then things keep going for a long, long time with yeah. that person. Yeah, and I feel like it's meant to be this really slow, drawn out, emotional slow punch. Yeah. but I also. It doesn't super work for me because it goes on for so long. I feel long. like it goes on too long. I feel like it goes on way too long. Okay. And, and not just because of, of the fact that it happens for so long, but because of everyone's attitudes towards it. Um, but that we've got five seconds left. So, so we're going to stop. So right. anyways, there we go. We did it. Spoilers Welcome over. Back, Thank everybody. you. All right. So we're cutting back. Welcome we back, everybody. we gave you an extra 0.1 second. Oh, look so. at that. All right. We're pretty proud of ourselves for getting right. Thank you, John. Of that. course. Thank you. But yeah, you have things like that happening. I think it's great storytelling. I think they do all kinds of clever things like that in a character-driven story. It's a Western. Yeah. It's still fairly simple. Although, who knew it would get so advanced? I mean, it's an adventure, but man, is it, it's a more of an odyssey than I thought it would be. Yeah, that was surprising to me. I yeah. thought it was an interesting choice. Um, uh, I like it. Not a necessary choice, in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, but I thought it was a fun diversion. It was shades, for me, it was, well, one, you're going to laugh at this. I'm not trying to be like, Mr. I knew this was going to happen, because <laughs> I totally didn't. But I'm a student of history around that period of time. Right. When I was thinking about things they could lean into, mm-hmm. I thought about that for about a minute, long before the game came. Of out. course, of course. And I thought, no, that's the wrong part of the world because I was expecting everything to happen out in the deep west, like right. the first game does, uh, like Red Dead One does, where everything yep. kind of feels like it's happening in Texas and Arizona. Yeah. And so the choices they made there really surprised me but it is something I thought they could it's the right period of time to they lean into that and, and guess what and, hold, and I was like they're not going but I was like I was did. like no way they will and then they did I yeah. thought that was really fascinating I thought it was neat I thought it, I thought it was uh, again not a necessary choice but it made for some interesting moments yeah I, I liked I felt like it made things I like when games surprise me yeah and it surprised the heck out of me so I was good with that good um, you less so me less so, I think. I, I feel like though that's less an issue of that particular moment, yeah. um, that particular series of, of events, yeah. um, as it is for. I'm trying to figure out ways to, to say this without you know being we're too kind of no, no 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 it's okay. okay. I I can do it, damn it. Um, as it is to the larger issues that I had with the story from that point forward, mm-hmm. um, and some of them trailing backwards. Yeah. Um, but we'll talk about that when we do a full we and will. proper discussion of the entire game once you fucking finish it. I'm not Jesus. Too, I'm going to get there by the end of the weekend. I yeah, in done. January. Nah, I'll be done by the end of the weekend. Um, the end of the weekend, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? You know you're going to get distracted by a man covered in wolves. No, no, not going to happen. Got to press through. Okay. Got to get got to right. get to that end. Right. People, the people expect it. They demand it. I'm going to bet you money that you don't finish the game this weekend. How much money? Just a dollar. Okay, I, I have a dollar. Cool. 
All right, I have a dollar. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take it out of your lift from the ride home today. No. Uh, all right. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, John Ryan says bad, meh, good, great, great, great. With, At this I point, mean, you know, with what? What? So, so I guess I'm, I'm still a student of the of the zero to five, five being a ten. Nope, 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 perfection, nope, nope. Bad, mad, good, great. It's it's a great game. You gotta it really you gotta is. use my scale. There we great. go. All right, excellent. Yeah, no, I, I really big like the scale. G, but not like, the middle G, the big. G. Yeah, I think there's lots of great scales. I, I actually think IGN's hundred point scale is very effective. Um, yeah, I really, it does. Uh, I think a lot of people misunderstand it because. Yes. For some reason, even though we say something is good, that means it's garbage. I guess. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Like that, that's been my the like. There's a lot of things interacting with some folk uh, that I'm just blown away by. The fact that when we say this game is good, we mm-hmm. empirically say this game is good, and people are like, "That's a garbage score. That's garbage. Yeah. That ga- that you that you're calling that game trash." I, you and I both reviewed games for IGN. You still do. Mm-hmm. I've given a lot of sevens. Yeah, I've me too. Always have this little shriek of terror inside when I give a seven, because I know I'm going to get more crap for seven than anything else. I can give a five and get less crap than a seven. Yeah. Yeah. You too. I mean, look, the games that I give fives deserve their fives. Oh, no, everything deserves the score I give it, in my opinion. That's why I gave it the score. But I, I sit there and I think before I hit that submit button, it's like, I am going to take so much crap for this. You yeah, know, anything and then, between 7.3 and, a, and, and, a, and an 8 uh, is, I'm just like, anxiety. Yeah, no, fine. I'm right. Yeah. No, you oh. got it. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Uh, don't. Yeah, I and punched your table. Don't be sorry. For my review in progress, I haven't talked a lot about my playthrough. That's going to come when we do the final review, the spoiler cast. On nice. That. You give me a holler uh, when that happens. I'll be sure to be here. Yeah, I'd like that very much. You should be here for that. Um, but right now, great. I I love this game. It is rapidly climbing the pantheon of my favorite things I've played in the 21st century. Yeah. This is this game was made for me. It it's is like they read my mind. There have been so many moments. There have been so many moments where I've been playing this game, and I've been so sad that I've been too fucking busy to call you. Oh yeah, I know. Because there have been so many fucking moments where I've been going through, and I'd see something happen, or I or I'd see like something carved into a tree, or like this really bizarre Easter egg. Like, yeah. Did you find the meteor? No. There we go. Okay. So there's. So that's the thing. the thing. I haven't done a lot of. I haven't been doing like guide searching. No, no, no. I don't expect so, you yeah. to be guide searching, but like I yeah. figure on your adventurous no, travels and the hundreds of it. hours that you've sunk into this game, you might have run into this particular yeah. thing. Um, well, I won't say too much because I want you to find it. Um, but there is a meteor okay. that you can find in the world. That's awesome. And when I found it, I I just sat there for a second. I was like, "Fuck, Jared." Oh, I can't wait to find it. Yay! I'm so excited for you to find oh, I hope it. And Maniac, I want you to text me when you do. I hope it brings in the Maniac Mansion Meteor Police. That would make me happy. Oh, that'd be really good. That would be great. I love the Meteor Police. I, I've thought about calling a band the Meteor Police, but I'd have to learn to play a, uh, an <laughs> instrument. So I believe in you. Play the guitar. The guitar. Oh, that'd be a terrible guitar player. Ladies and gentlemen, Everyone so that's that segment. Guitar. Let's read some letters. letters. It's time for mail. All right. Mail call. Pony Express. Here we go. We gotta, you got to read these in your best Arthur voice. Oh, I don't have an Arthur. Do you want to read them in the Arthur no, voice? No, I want you to read them in the I Arthur voice. I don't have an voice. Arthur voice. No, I'm no right, way. Fine. It'd be like Wallace Shawn doing Arthur. Like that oh, can't, I No, that. that's that not going to so happen. Good. No, no, no. Ladies and gentlemen, Wallace Shawn as Arthur that's Morgan. That's right. Yeah, inconceivable. Um, inconceivable. <laughs> that's really good. You're really good at Arthur. I've, here's the thing. I like. Not only do I like Arthur as a character from for 
like in terms of like rock star protagonists and general protagonists, yeah. but like I also just like really love the performance. Oh yeah. Um, that I Roger Clark, Richard Clark, Roger Clark, I think is the guy's name that, that plays him. And the, his uh, name is Lewis N. Clark. No, it's not. It's yeah, definitely Lewis not Clark. that. Yeah, that's his name. Um, no, I believe his name is Roger Clark. Um, and I just want to give this shout out to him really quickly because he does such a good job of like I have moments where like I'll antagonize someone, I'll antagonize someone. And then I'll diffuse it and be super nice to them. And he, like, I'll transition from complete fucking sociopath to the nicest guy in the world. And he does it with such aplomb. Oh, like aplomb, he, you he say? He does, aplomb. Um, like, the, the natural nature in which... That's a stupid combination of words right there. It's, I'm very tired. I'm sorry. It's all right. The um, natural nature is good. Also but the natural band. transition in the timbre of his voice and the way that he speaks, going from good to bad and bad to good, is really impressive yeah yeah like as some like as you know i used to be an actor i used to do voice acting and and vo work like i know how fucking difficult that is to like get that sort of turn just here without the rest of it no i feel like i could be in a room with a hundred real people and i arthur's voice i would hear like in the part like that would be the voice that stood out so anyways that uh, another point in my review great job you mr clark I am writing you today to discuss an event that echoes the sentiment of Mike Mahardy from episode 28. Ooh! In that episode, Mahardy talks about coming across an abandoned carriage in his playthrough and nothing happening, even though he expected it to. Mm -hmm. He elaborated saying the fact that nothing happened made the event more impactful for him. I had a similar event happen to me, and I think this probably happened to you and I both. Uh, He says me in this. While riding around near roads, and I had this happen in a different place, uh, I heard the uh, the calling of a man who sounded distressed. I followed my ears until I found the source of the noise, which was a man well-dressed, but a bit red in the face, probably from one too many at the local saloon. Mm-hmm. He seemed he'd lost his friend, and he was calling out his name in hopes of finding him. Kevin! Now, all my years of gaming conditioned me to expect that whenever a person needs something, it is the player's job to find it. Mm-hmm. So I walked over to the man and interacted with him. By the way, for me, it was Gavin. Was it Kevin for you? Gavin. It was Gavin for yeah. me. Okay, it's Gavin. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I meant to say Gavin, oh, if that okay. wasn't clear. Think- Gavin! Where are you, Gavin? I'm looking for my friend. What happened was a very awkward conversation where Arthur asked the man what was wrong. The man proceeded to say, I've lost my friend. Do you know where he is? And Arthur replies saying, I'm afraid I don't. There's another long pause. And the man says, okay, see you, and walks off and resumes his cries for his lost friend. I never played a game in which someone presents me with a problem, but it's not my job to solve it. I was so puzzled by this reaction. I proceeded to follow the man as he continued his cries for his lost friend. As I walked, I kept tapping the left trigger, hoping the game would give me a command to call out as well so I could help the poor man. The option never came. After a few minutes of walking, I gave up my search and resumed my travels. The fact that I could not help this man is what made this moment so special to me. Rockstar did not have to include this interaction, but the fact that they went through the trouble of setting up an essentially unsolvable side quest only further cements the feeling the world in Red Dead Redemption continues on with or without you. Maybe if I continued following that man, I would have seen him find his friend eventually. Or maybe he would have never been destined to find him. And maybe he's still wandering around, looking and calling out. Thanks for reading. That's from Stephen. Thanks, Stephen. What do you think And thanks that? for reading, Jared. No problem. Sorry, I thought I was going to sneeze. Um, I thought you were about to do something really dramatic. Like no. you put your hand up and it's like... No, I'm sorry. I thought I, you were about I, to be like, Gavin! Gavin! Has anyone seen an Englishman? Gavin! Um... So I have not found Gavin either, and I have fucking looked for him. <laughs> um, I don't. This is this is a thing where I've yet to to 
find... I, I've been looking for him. I don't know if you can actually find Gavin or not. I um, like the I idea that you can't find that Gavin. that in my game, yeah. a lot of time has passed. Yeah. And I know he's still looking for Gavin. He's still looking for Gavin. In other places. What?! I so, didn't know that. So that that's as much as I'll say without getting into spoiler territory. Uh-huh. Um, but the, the, I don't know if I can ever find Gavin, but I know his search for Gavin continues. Continues on. Um, well, see, I encountered, he found him in Rhodes. I ran into him in Saint-Denis. So. Okay, yeah. I found uh, him first in Rhodes. Okay. That's not where I first found him. I found him in Rhodes. Yeah, wow. Um, I, yeah, so no, but there are those moments for me where it's, it's that notion of this isn't my problem. Yeah. Or... Worse yet, you can't do anything for these yeah. people. Hi, Jared. Love the podcast. I wanted to share a funny story with you. Last night, I happened to accept an invitation from a member of camp to go fishing. During oh. the trip, the character pointed out a legendary fish. So after he left, I decided to stick around and try to catch the beast. Oh, I, I spent about a half an hour fishing with no luck. Oh. At that point, I decided to move on to something else. But then I remembered you mentioning you could shoot fish. And I wanted to give it a shot, pun intended. I saw a largest fish that seemed to be sitting in one spot, so I pulled out my pistol and I popped it, walked in and picked it up, and lo and behold, it was a legendary fish I was trying to catch. That's awesome. Keep on doing what you're doing, Paul M. Great job. So Andrew Come was back in t- right wikis for us. Yeah, I, I, I figured out you could shoot fish a while ago. Yeah. And I don't fish anymore. I just shoot you fish. You just shoot fish. What I haven't tried yet that Andrew suggested is dynamite. I have tried dynamite. Does it work? Can dynamite it fish? It definitely kills fish. Okay. I don't think you can actually collect them. They don't float to the surface to get grabbed? Or? No, there's an explosion. There's a bunch of red clouds in the water, and then you lose honor points. Uh, you actively... You killing fish with dynamite is actively a dishonorable choice. That's awesome. It's very. It, it kind of made me mad at first, because I was just like, look, man, I'm just trying to fish smart. I just want to fish, fish the most, most fish. Exactly, yeah. Right, because well, I, I wasn't looking for legendary fish. I just wanted to feed the camp. Yeah, and they're like, nope, no dynamite in your fish. Yeah. Dishonorable fishing. Hank Hill would be disappointed. You know, you got to go with pure look, worm. Hank Hill would be disappointed in me for a lot of things. Dynamiting fish probably being the least of his worries. Sidebar, have you seen the King of the Hills back on Hulu? I have not. That's also really good to know. 13 seasons of King of the Hill available on Hulu. It was on streaming years and years ago somewhere else. It's been gone. Just came back. I was sick yesterday. Oh, yeah. I'm now 20 episodes into King Jesus of the Hill. Jesus Christ, Jared. Yeah. Well, good. I'm what glad. What a show. I, King of the Hill was never a real big draw for me. It's, I, rec- I recommend you return to it. Oh, I mean, what I've seen of it in the last 10 years, I've loved. Yeah. But when it was actively airing when I was a kid, it was always like before The Simpsons. So I was like, I don't give a shit about this. It's before The Simpsons. Well, it actually came out after The Simpsons. No, no. It, it started oh, after The yeah, Simpsons. But yeah. like when it was airing on TV. Oh, I get it. King of the Hill was 7.30. Thing Simpsons was 8 right. o'clock. I think you will find it um, prophetic. Oh, no. Yeah. I hate prophetic Prophetic. TV. Okay. It's right. rather profound. Um, I mean, look, like I said, whatever I've seen of it, I've really liked. I also really like Mike Judge's other stuff. Yeah. So, of course, I'm going to give it a Mike go. Mike Judge is amazing. Eventually. Yeah, watch King of the Hill. Watch Mike Judge stuff in general. Yes. Yeah. I knew a real world boom hour. I guess we all did. We uh, we all have at least one of them in our in our pocket. Mine yeah. was a cranberry man. Oh, okay. Cran- a cranberry man. Well, I'm from Massachusetts. So oh, we don't okay. We don't that have, sounds... like, we have swamps, but they're called bogs. And they're yeah. usually full of cranberries, and people farm on them for said cranberries. Okay, yeah, but they all still have the same hick accent, which the, is great. The more you know. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we had an incomprehensible guy that hung out at the gas station with a collection of other 
dudes that sat outside the gas station and drank beer or stood outside the gas station Good. Ev- every day. Perfect. And I mean, it was when I first watched King of the Hill, I hurt myself laughing. <laughs> so it's like that guy I is love that standing happens. 300 yards up the road from my house right now. I'm sure he is. Like, it, he amazing. still is to this day. He might be. I don't know. Some of those guys, they scatter to the wind. It's been a long time. Like Frosty. Frosty's gone. Frosty Road. Um, what? So there was this biker gang that hung out. I thought you were talking about the snowman no, for a no, second. There, okay. There was this biker gang that hung out in, in the uh, like farm country I lived in. And they there was this, the same gas station, which was at a rural crossroads. Yeah. A lot of them would hang out there. Really nice guys. Um, but one of them was a, was a biker named Frosty, who apparently had gotten that name by riding his parley naked in the snow one day on a, course, on a bed or something. And yeah. And he had this kind of like, like white beard and white hair. But after a few weeks, I'd see the biker guys. I hadn't seen Frosty in forever. Oh, no. And so I went to one of the biker guys I knew, and I was like, have you all seen Frosty? And they all got real quiet. Oh, and one of them looked at me, and he just said, Frosty Road. R-O-D-E. Frosty Road. And I I don't know if he meant Frosty got on his bike and rode away and never came back. Or well, I think he, he did, the, but into that great big sunset. I don't know. I'll never know. I've often wondered, Frosty, if you're out there, I'd love to know. Um, Fucking, let's track down goddamn Frosty. Yeah, for and Gavin. Man, please. And Gavin. And Frosty and Gavin. Frosty Two men and we're Gavin. searching for for the rest of time. Indeed. Uh, all right, last little bit. The Red Dead Redemption drinking game, my friend. Um, so Explain. Here's how this works. Last week, Andrew and I've I been bad. I haven't began been this. Redemption. Don't worry about it. You're not doing it. I'm not, it's not like I need those subs. Wow. Okay. I really need those subs, please. Um, Yeah. Red Dead Redemption drinking game. Very simple premise. Whenever something happens that happens with some frequency and notability in Red Dead Redemption, you take a shot. Don't do this before driving. Don't do this if you're underage. Don't do this if you have no tolerance for alcohol. Don't do this if it's going to place you in a position where you can impede yourself in your workplace or place yourself in physical danger. Do not drink enough to make yourself sick at all, etc. But if you're around friends in a safe place having a good time and you want to play Red Dead Redemption drinking game, you can do things like, oh, say you take a shot every time Arthur shatters a door as he bursts through it. Or, you know, take a shot every time you accidentally shoot someone in town. Or oh, take a shot every good. time you squash a bunny rabbit. Oh, um, no. Or, Recently for uh, chipmunks. There we go. Oh, Things like so that. We've, we've been adding to the list, so um, I'd like to know some ears. Okay. I mean, not accidentally shoot, but accidentally run over with my horse. Mm-hmm. Um, hands down, that's definitely one for me. Absolutely. Um, every time I walk into a shop and the shopkeeper is not pleased to see me. Okay. Oh, really? Just oh, so, every time like, it's like they're mad at me specifically. Not that they're having a bad day, but they're pissed at you me. You get that comment. I've done something. You take a shot. That. I like that. Yeah. That's good. That's a good um, one. Who let the imbecile out of the asylum? I like that one a lot. Anytime, anytime Arthur says that one, I hear. I feel like I hear that one enough that if I like play for like three or four hours, I'll have a good buzz going by the end of the night. I like that. Um, that one's really good. Anytime I am not paying attention to my horse crashes into a rock. Okay, yeah, that's good. Just like that. That's yeah. I think that was one of ours. Was good. I would. I would hope so. Um, What kidnapped lady? Oh, there you go. Anytime you come across kidnapped lady, there there are a few random events that will like you'll see the snake bite guy. A yeah. couple of times, for example. I haven't seen him a third time, but I've seen him twice. Yeah, I'm really hoping the third time you encounter a snake bite guy, he just turns into a snake. <laughs> I was gonna say, I think if I would I would hope that if I saw him a third time, he was just covered in snakes. 
like he comes out of the wood, he's got one on him, and then they just, off like, they're actively like revenging him for surviving so long. Like we've tried to kill you so many times, you will die today, old man. That'd be amazing. Um, I like snake bite guy. I like snake bite guy too. Um, anytime. I accidentally scare off the trapper or he is frightened by oh, wolves. That's good. He is good. run off by other animals. I like that. Um, that. I think that's my favorite experience sometimes is like when I'm riding up to the trapper's place and I see him being attacked by wolves or bears, animals mm-hmm. that he's supposed to be like, I'll kill that motherfucker anytime I can. And like, he's like, oh shit, and runs away. Um, so anytime that happens. I like that. Um, now, do, are, are there levels? To no, this, we don't have levels like... yet. Uh, I'm thinking about doing like a bingo card of these eventually. Okay, like, well, because you know... my, my concern was like you know because typically drinking games have levels, so it's yeah. like for really basic stuff like if Arthur says like "Hey there, Mister" to somebody random. Okay, like, that that which is great. What's something Arthur says well, a lot? No, that's oh, what I'm saying. Like yeah. that's like "Hey there, Mister" is like yeah. his kind of default like "Hello." Right. So like or like "Hey there, Mister." Hi, Mister. Howdy, partner. Um, any of like the main three greetings, yeah, like that's like a sip of beer, yeah. You know, anytime you know you antagonize somebody, does like the imbecile line for the example, or the lunatic line, whichever it is, you know, that would be like a yeah. couple of sips or like a full pull. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime you find like a lady trapped under a horse, that would be like a full beer. Okay, or so a you got waterfall. Have... So you want a chart? Like I, I want to hire. Your drinking games are definitely more complicated than my drinking games. Yes, like you, you, okay, these are these are I, you're gonna have to teach me the ways. So of like anytime games. you ki- if you if you go back to a town and you recognize that a person of importance, so a yeah. shopkeeper or a sheriff or a notable townsperson, uh, is dead and has been replaced because of your actions, that's you take a shot instead of drink beer. Okay. Um, so we oh, need a complicated way, did system. Did you murder the mayor of Strawberry? Uh no, I have not killed him. Have you seen him giving his bullshit speeches? Though? Yes, I shot him so. You shot dead. him while giving a speech. He 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 was just like, if you're going to do something rude, be nice. I tell you, be nice, and I immediately shot him in the face. Please tell me you have footage of this. I don't. Oh, that's sorry. So, no, that's that's beautiful. It has been a. I miss you. It I has been a joy too, having you. This has been really fun. Yeah, you've been too busy doing hard work, making good things for good people. Likewise, um, it's fun stuff. There's a lot going on this month. Uh, we have a. Yeah, uh, Pockets Full of Soup comes back this month. Um, oh my God, no way. Yeah, uh, we're doing that as an audio show, so that'll awesome. allow me to produce it more regularly than I have. Time. I'm very happy. We'd love that too. Cool. It'll make me happy. I think we'll have to. We can just keep telling more cowboy stories. But also at the end of the month, uh, I'm launching a. I'm do, piloting a, a quiz game show. Uh, I think we talked. Yeah, about we that did. Before. You did tell me about this. Yeah. So you're ready. So keep your eyes out for details on how to find that. That'll Super be coming out here very, that. very soon. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, I got buzzers in the mail the other day. That was what? Fun. Very exciting. Oh, I'm gonna go play buzzers. with those right now. Okay, I'm gonna play those. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching Red Dead Radio, the Red Dead Redemption podcast. If you're watching, listening at all, etc. Subscription on podcast services really helps us. Subscription on YouTube really helps us. I know everyone asks you for that. I cannot overemphasize how much better it makes my life when you subscribe. Um, it's it's great. It is my life's blood, uh, indeed. Aww. So, yeah, and uh, look forward to a lot of coverage of that beta that we're getting closer to. John Ooh, Ryan, you do all close. kinds of fun things. You have fun with this game. I'm having a lot of fun with this game. Yeah, we're creating a bunch of really cool stuff over at IGN.com. Um, I'm like personally, I'm having a great deal of fun with it as well. My life does not just mean it's all Red Dead work. It's also a lot of Red Dead play. My final question for you today: What are you playing after Red Dead? There's an after Red Dead. Yeah, what are you going to play next? 
I stepped away for a little bit this week to play a little bit of SNK 40th Anniversary Edition. I mean, I sh- what I would like to do is is catch up on all my Game of the Year games that ah, I haven't had yeah. a chance to play yet. Yeah. Realistically, it's going to be Just Cause 4. And we were talking on Kind of Funny Gamescast today about how we'd really like to see like Just Cause 4 and Crackdown 1 have a baby. Like a cooperative Just Cause oh, multiplayer. Super that'd be super yeah. That'd be so good. Yeah, that's we want that to be. like That's I mean, the breakout Just ostensibly Cause. Ostensibly, that was what Crackdown 3 would be, but that game's never coming. Hey, Terry Crews. We got Terry Crews. I mean, here's the thing. Like, Crackdown 3 is going to come out. I just, like, I've lost interest. I, I, I have this dream. It, it, this isn't going to happen, but I have this dream. I think I tweeted about this few minutes. It was like, what if Crackdown 3 came out and it was, like, awesome? I hope it is. Wouldn't I that be really amazing? I really hope it is. Like, that, I, yeah. I, I wish that for every single game that launched. Of course, but but you don't get a good feeling when it's been I this don't. Long. I don't. I really, truly don't. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching, and until next time, happy trails. Happy trails.